I learned a lot from Superman. I had an epiphany uh, on Superman 2. Okay. Superman 2, the movie, gave me an epiphany, dog, while I was going through my divorce. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's inspiration all around us, dog. <laughs> All right, baby. What's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian Licata. Coming early with the shimmy. You know, <laughs> I've been missing it. I've been... I gotta go to a club with you, dog. I do. I gotta hit a club. Yo, I don't we, even we, like clubs no more. We would have a fucking blast together. I think so. I this is what I'm good. saying. I think... I think in maybe like a month or two, when it starts to get a little cooler up there, you come down here and we'll go to Miami for the weekend. I'm thinking of going down there maybe next week. Hey, come on down, dude. Open. I'm thinking of disappearing on motherfuckers, <laughs> canceling all my shows and fucking just fucking jetting, dude. We I'm could probably, still up in the air on that. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen. We can probably find you some stage time down here. I'm sure that's we could. That's what I'm talking about. You know? That's what I'm talking about, man. So how's your week been, man? Uh, it's been good. All our listeners are all wondering what Brian Licata's week was like, man. What, what was your week like? How you feeling? All right, so I got a humidor this week. I know you said you was going to get it, and I yeah. said that that means you're fully in. Once you get the humidor, that means you're fully in. For my listeners who don't know, that's a box that keeps cigars fresh, mm-hmm. right? That's what it basically does, keeps the yeah. temperature so they don't get dried out like, like my fucking duchess. <laughs> dried out shits the minute you get them they're fucking dry you should you should start buying like uh like the really nice tobacco leaves that they they roll cigars in and then just and then just do that it'll be like a backwards yeah. i don't like backwards <laughs> backwards are gross dude <laughs> fucking gross so fucking heavy and disgusting i don't even get people who smoke them shits. <laughs> they're like they're, they're so like wet and oily too you, you, just you, they don't roll good <laughs> That's like fucking white owls. Who the fuck smokes blunts and white owls? That's the most disgusting shit I've ever tasted. Even breaking it up just to like lick it, to like break it up is disgusting. It tastes gross. Who the fuck smokes that on the regular either? Like white owl. Ugh. The, only, the only time where they make sense is if you want the little case that it comes in. You know, like the little plastic tube, like one of these. White owl comes in a little case? Yeah, sometimes they come in tubes. You've never seen them in tubes before? Nah. Yeah, they have, a, they have a little tube like this. Look at you with your little cigars. I mean, I got those tubes too, but I put blunts in them. Right, yeah, but that's the only reason why I would ever buy a white owl if I was going to roll a blunt and then stick it in the, in the thing. So you'd buy the white owl just to get the tube? Why not just buy the tube? I don't know. I don't know if you can just buy tubes. I've never seen tubes. I'm pretty sure you can now. Mm. You know, it's crazy, dude. New York, man, every single smoke shop sells weed. In my neighborhood, in my neighborhood, (laughs) in my old neighborhood, the place that I used to sell weed in front of, the Raven, I used to sell weed in front of it. Motherfuckers would call the cops on us. They're selling weed now, right over the counter. (sighs) Fucking insane, man. That's what I mean when I say I feel, I feel it's nice that I could smoke a blunt outside and not be bought. Mm -hmm. That's nice, but I feel the way. I'm sorry, I feel the way, man. All these motherfuckers getting paid on this weed shit. And for years, you know, we was out there grinding, motherfuckers doing time behind this weed shit just so you could smoke your blunts. And yeah, we made money, but like, you know, it wasn't like we were making cocaine money. I mean, some right. motherfuckers making some really good money on weed, but I'm just saying. So now this shit comes along, it's all legal, it fucks up all the prices. 
you know, the game ain't the same. The game ain't the same. You got mm -hmm. people now, like, that's the one thing I don't like when I go out here and, like, I'll go with Petey to the fucking uh, dispensary. And all the people that are selling would not be able to sell fucking weed in my days. <laughs> like, every single one of them would have got robbed on sight. Yeah. On sight. They're, they're just these nerdy motherfuckers that... It's, it's a little frustrating knowing some people that I know did a lot of time behind that shit. And now every Tad, Buffy, and fucking, and fucking Brooklyn is out there hustling fucking trees legally. Um, it's, and then I'm sitting there and like the people that still got connects aren't going to their connects. They're going to the fucking dispensaries. Motherfucker, your connect ain't got weed no more. It's you usually cheaper also. You couldn't go to the dispensaries. Right? And it's cheaper to come to, to your regular connect because you ain't paying for the packaging and all that bullshit. Right. And taxes and all that bullshit. Right. Fuckers <laughs> make me sick, all these new school smokers going out. And then even, and not just them, dude, the fucking connects have changed the game. You know what I'm saying? You got connects now that, that, that are giving you weight and they're selling fucking 20s and ounces. Right. To the people that you sell to at, at your price. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The game ain't the same. That's why, you know, I do comedy now, man. Um, you know, the game's not the same. I have a, I have a couple questions. I no respect for the hustle. I have a couple questions for you. I think we got a good, a good, a good topic here. Um, how did you feel being from Queens about people from Brooklyn? Like, what, what, was there any sort of tension or anything like that? Did you ever go out there when you were younger? Yeah, yeah. I traveled all over. I had people all over. Okay. I never had no beef with like people from a certain uh because they were from a certain borough. Yeah, there's nah, there, nah. there's none, of, none of that, right? Not really. I mean, I never had it. But then again, I also never got caught up in other people's bullshit. Like I said, I wasn't I'm not a gang mentality dude. Right. You know, if you would ask the police in my neighborhood, I was in a gang, but we weren't a gang. <laughs> it was just like 60 of us that hung out. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like it wasn't like I would call up all 60 of them and they're gonna jump when I say jump. To go, you know, I had my closer friends that if I had beef, we got into beef. Yeah. And every now and then when we were chilling, if there was beef, we all had each other's backs. But it was I wouldn't consider it. I don't do good with gang mentality. Do you do you do you remember the podcast we did with John Ovales and he talked about going mugging in the projects? When he going was mugging? Yeah. Do you remember? Were you on this? Were you I don't on know if I was on that one. Nah, I think I would remember that. <laughs> that's some sucker shit. See, that's the thing too. Like I, I never mugged anybody. Like, I never robbed a person straight up because to me, that's fucking foul, man. You know, that person feels violated and shit. Right. You know, I'll rob your shit. I'll break into shit and rob your shit, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to rob you straight up. You know what I'm saying? That's foul, man. Give me your shit. You walk out. I always thought that shit is foul. You know what I'm saying? Like, run your pockets, motherfucker. Run you know your pockets. Time it is, dog. <laughs> that must be the worst thing to hear. See, I don't know because, to be honest, I never got robbed like that. Um, I, I, I never have either. I've had somebody, I, I've been attempted on a few times, uh, to get, to get robbed. Um, but one of foiled, <laughs> foiled their fucking, uh, plans. Did this, this one time. So I was, uh, I was taking college classes at the county school in, in Camden, which is not in a great neighborhood at like, at did all. a show in Camden. Oh, where at? Um, the nice part. The part with all the restaurants and shit. I just did a show there, I think, this week. How, how was it? It was good. Yeah. Nice good. room. Well, my man Jim Mendrinos. Big up Jim Mendrinos, my teacher 
from a comedy. It's been throwing me a lot of gigs, man. I actually got a gig tonight with that brother. Pew, oh, yeah. Pew, 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 to Jim Mandrinos. Uh, where at? I will be in Philadelphia, but I actually don't know. Uh, Dover. Dover, PA. I mean, Dover, Pennsylvania. Dover, Pennsylvania. Never heard of it either. It's like three hours away. Uh -huh. I'm definitely not going to make the money worth the trip. <laughs> That's still cool. Cool, though. Go somewhere cool, else. Are, are you it's a private gig. It's a private gig, so I'll do it. Are you riding out there with anybody? Nah. No? Solo? Solo. Ooh. Okay. Nobody with me. My own gig. I've been getting my own gigs now, dog. I like Take that. Take notice. Take notice. This week has been busy, man. Um, the Monday show, if you missed it, yo, y'all are bugging out, man. My Monday, me and Adam, not quite Tuesday show at the Grizzly Pair is popping. Come out and check that shit the fuck out. That shit was banging last week. And then, um... I did Philly with my boy Mel Harris. Big up to Mel Harris. Pew, 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 pew. If you don't know him, check him out. He's a funny ass comedian from Philly. Uh, he's been hooking me up with some spots, and I did a, a headline with him out at the Attic in Philadelphia, the Attic Brewing Company. Big up to those people. Pew, 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 pew. That show was kind of it was kind of weird because it was like people came to see comedy. It's a brewery, right? You know, so I can understand if some people don't know there's comedy going on there. And, you know, they came to just chill, but people came to see comedy. The place was packed. You know, he throws a pretty dope show. Mm -hmm. But yet there were people there. My cat throwing off. <laughs> there you go. Get it out. Is it a hairball? Hairball. Ah. No, just throw up. Every day. That's my alarm clock. That's this is the time I'd be waking up right now because <laughs> that's my alarm clock. That's how I wake up. I got, and I'm like, oh man, this fucking cat's throwing up again. She always does too. She's getting another one out right now. Yeah, but it was weird because there was like these three tables, and of course, sitting right up where the stage is. And there's a stage and there's there's a, there's a mic, there's a chair, like you know, comedy's going on. These motherfuckers are sitting there just talking and trying to talk over the person with the mic. And they did it successfully for the three comedians before me. Wow, really? They did it successfully for the three comedians before me. Oof. Me, I went over, they had a chair with like, this lady had a chair with her stuff on it. I picked the stuff off the chair, put it to the side. I pulled the chair out, sat down with them. And it was like, do you guys even realize what's going on around you right now? Or are you just <laughs> that self-centered and absorbed that you don't see all these people trying to enjoy a comedy show. Right. Either shut the fuck up or go outside. There's chairs outside. It's a beautiful day. Get the fuck out of here. And they left. They went outside. Uh, two people stayed. Two people were like, we'll be quiet. I'm sorry. I said, don't be sorry. Just be quiet. Right. And then I went into a rated G rant. <laughs> then I was like, this is the fucking problem with Corona being gone. All these assholes are back out here again. This is the problem. This is why I miss Corona, because those assholes stayed home. You know what I'm saying? People mm -hmm. who came out to do shit, came out to do shit, they were risking their lives, so they enjoyed what they were doing. They went there to do shit, they did what they went there to do. You don't go to a fucking comedy show and sit there, who are these people? People do it all the time. They, they go to a comedy show and they start talking and yelling like, like we in your living room and I'm there for you, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. How did uh how, how did those the, the, the joke up top go? How did you get it? 
uh, I didn't get to do a joke off top. No, no, no I'm I saying I'm saying the, the the COVID joke about all the all the people who. Oh no, they loved. Every, yeah. Everybody loved that I yeah. got rid of them. Good. Everybody loved that I got rid of them. Everybody was bugging. Was there out no host? The ho- what was the host doing? My boy Mel. Mel's a great host, man. He's a right. great host, Mel. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know uh, why he wasn't able to silence them. He was right. trying. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, but the thing is, you have to first understand that there's something going on around you. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because like he would he would say shit to them, but they were just in their shit. They weren't even hearing him. Right. He's like these motherfuckers yeah. don't even hear me. They're not even right. they don't even hear me. And then he'd be like, all right, fuck them and you know, do their thing. Right. I, I went and sat at their table, pulled the chair out, sat at their fucking table and leaned in the middle of all of them. Like, what the fuck is going on here, yo? The dude was talking something about budgets. I said, budgets? Ooh, talk to me about your budgets. I was fucking losing it. Then I got up from that table, went to another table. Mm-hmm. And then by the third, the third table, these two chicks, they stayed. They stayed. They shut up and they stayed. I was like, are you really st- standing in front of me? Just blah, 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 quacking. Fucking quacking. Shut the fuck up. Or get out. Right. Right. Uh, man, I need, to go, I need to go see some live comedy. I, maybe I'll go. Uh, or get out. Go this, go this weekend. But I got, I that gotta show go. was dope. That show yeah. was dope. They took care of me. It was a good show. Um, oh, once we uh, got rid of those people. You know who was down here recently that I missed? Levy and uh, I think Mike Marino oh. was here too. Oh, where? Bob yeah, Levy. Yeah, Big yeah, like Bob very, Levy. That's very my cl- dog. Very close to here also. Yeah, man. Um, oh, so I got to get out there, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Like I said, anytime <coughs> you want to come down, you got a place to crash for as long as you'd like to. Oh, don't even you tell know? me that, dog. Yeah, just not more than like three days. Don't even tell me that. I'll get you divorced before you even get married, dog. You know, I plan to be that dude. The worst thing that can happen to all my friends is that I blow up. Because if I blow up, I'm going to be that dude that shows up at your house at like 4.30 in the morning while you're sleeping <laughs> with your lady, banging on your door. Because I know you. I know your phone's going to be on uh, on silent. I no, dude, you're, your on, on. You're, you're on the list now. You're on I the made list. the list? Yeah, you're on the list. Ah, Oh, yeah, you're on the list. That's what he did. Pew, 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 pick up Brian Licata for putting me on his on his list that when he puts his phone on dead, I can still get through. Uh, I made him feel guilty enough. You're like uh, you're like number seven on the list. All right. Yeah. I don't expect to be up there with the poison. Well, poison control. You're the you're the first minority that's up there too. I'm pretty sure I'm probably the only minority. No, that's, that's not true. There. There's two other ones on there. There's two other ones. <laughs> I got black friends. What are you talking about? I have two. That's it. So, Just two. So, so yeah. So I did this show Monday, and then uh, Wednesday I did that show with Mel. What was that Thursday? Yeah, Thursday I did the show with Mel. Friday I was up at Governors in Long Island. Ah, uh, yes. Big up to Governors. That was yesterday. Big up to Governors, man. That show was popping. Uh, big up to everybody who came out. I wish I had my my phone was all the way over there, man. Um, yeah, it was dope. It was dope. You know, of course, you we were in a little room. Mm-hmm. We were downstairs in the little room. They had Andrew Dice Clay upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen. I've never seen him live. I, I really would like to. Dice Clay. I I passed him in the in the back stage area. Uh-huh. Uh, he was coming out the bathroom, and I was there with Danny G talking. He had the mask on and shit. <laughs> And like, nuts, like, was Eleanor like Kerrigan there also? Eleanor, big up to Eleanor Kerrigan. Pew, 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 pew. pew, 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 pew. pew. 
<laughs> I love this woman, man. This woman always shows me love, you know? Um, yeah, like she has no problem showing me love. And with comedians, man, like, like they don't like to show other comedians love like that. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she uh, when I was up, she spoke to the owner and was like, yo, you gotta see this kid that's up right now. I say, kid, I'm fucking 51, but you got to see uh, the dude who's up right now. He's funny. You should be doing work with him. She brought the fucking owner in to check me out while I was doing my spot. And I crushed yesterday. a boy. And you know, I never say I crushed unless I feel like I crushed. Right. And I feel like I crushed. You know what I'm saying? Because some people are like, oh, you destroyed. I'd be like, it was all right. I know what I'm capable of. But yesterday was cool, man. It was a good show. Big up to my multi-personality crew. The multi-personalities tour was out there. Uh, Adam Gable, Mike Merck, Terry McNeely, and we had my man Danny G, a four-man. So we had a lot of shout-outs. Oh, Danny G was with you guys, too. Danny was, G. Did he go up? Or he no? went up, and he Ooh. did his fucking thing. Danny nice. G is, is, is getting good. I, he's gotten to a point where I fuck with him now. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I be fucking with him. I snap on him. I make fun of him. I never did none of that shit with him before because I didn't respect him as a comedian. <laughs> no offense there, Danny, but you know, well, no, no, what it was is that Danny doesn't, Danny does it, you know, and he'll be real open to say it, that he does it for the fun of it. You know, he's, Danny, he owns his own business. He made money. He don't need to do comedy. He don't need to do right. anything. You know, he, he, he makes money. We call him the fucking uh, sugar daddy of the comedians. He's the sugar daddy. You know, the stage, the sugar daddy. Every time Collins, he brings me out, I go, dude, let me pay for dinner. No, 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 I got it. You know? But he's, a, he's a very nice guy. I met him on several occasions, but the first time I met him, I was like, Danny's a very, very good person. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, he's always been a great person. I always treated him with respect, mm -hmm. but I didn't make fun of him. I didn't fuss his chops. I didn't, you know, right. I didn't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean like I don't fuck with him like the way I say I fucks with Ohio. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't make life hard for him. Right. You know? But now I've been watching him, dude, and he's gotten good. He'd be making me laugh like a motherfucker. So now I fuck with him. The other day he had like almost an anxiety attack on stage. hundred some people got him nervous. And I said, dude, relax. <laughs> he's like almost passed out last night. I said, dude, relax. He's like, oh. I said, dude, stop being so Jewy. Cut the shit out, man. I said, I didn't even know you were a Jew till just now. Now I know because he's like, oh, I, I, I. what if I, I said, dude, if you pass out right now, I said, I'm not helping you. Like, I, I be fuck with him now. Now I fuck with him. He's a comedian now. So now he gets the hard shit. I'm like, if you pass out, I'm not fucking with you. I'm going to walk away and leave your ass right there. And he's, then we just both started dying and he felt better, did his shit. Fucking people get filled with anxiety. I never understand comedians getting filled with anxiety. Like, before they go, I get nervous. But at the end of the day, just go have fucking fun. What's the worst that could happen? You suck. It'll be over in 20, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. In New York, eight. Yeah. <laughs> Some places shorter. <laughs> you know, what the fuck's the big deal? And I still haven't bought a pack of cigarettes. Wow, dude, me neither. Since since we had that podcast where we both talk about yeah. uh none. It's so been what two weeks. So when I was think. the last cigarette you even had? Well, the last cigarette I had was last night. Okay. I I I, I uh are you are you bumming? Are you getting I Lucy's? Was, what's what's I the was deal? buying three when I first started, I was buying three Lucy's, three for two dollars. Okay. And I would just make that last a day, one during the day, one in the afternoon, one at night. Mm -hmm. And then I would like see Zach and I'd bum one. You right. know what I'm saying? But now <clears throat> I'm not even buying the Lucy's. You know? Bumming one every now and again. I try not to, but right. 
I found that when I'm at the shows, that's where it becomes a little difficult, especially if I don't got no trees. Because if I have trees, I'll just go outside and smoke this. Right. You know? But, like, if I only have, like, not much weed, like, yesterday I didn't bring much with me, so I only had, like, a clip. So I bummed a couple of fucking cigarettes off of Terry. You know, and Terry's like, oh, I got a pack over there. So I said, no, I want this disgusting cigarette that you smoke. He smokes Parliament's. I want that disgusting cigarette because I don't want to enjoy it. I don't want to enjoy the cigarette. Right. I already know I'm doing it just because of the habit of right now we have some downtime. What am I going to do with this downtime? Oh, let me start right. smoking the stove, you know? So I said, I don't want to enjoy the cigarette. And I, you know, I smoked like half of it inflicted. They get mad at me now because I bum them and I don't even smoke the whole thing. Right. Um, all right. So what, what is the cheapest you've ever oh, I smoked? I smoked two cigarettes yesterday. Well, that's good. What, what was the price of Lucy's when you were, when you were younger? Um, you when I was younger, the price of a pack of cigarettes was two bucks. So I really didn't buy Lucy's, but <laughs> when I did get turned on to Lucy's, they were 10 cents. 10 cents. Okay. The lowest, the lowest I've ever seen is 50. Yeah. 10 cents was when I first, and I wasn't buying them. Cause like I said, cigarettes was fucking $2. Right. You know, but now That's I think crazy. they're about 50 cents, 75 cents. Damn bro. You're fucking old Don't man. The dollar. Dude, I am man. I am, man. I remember when comic books were 25 cents. Were you a big comic book guy? I didn't. I, I was didn't... a big comic. That's why I don't like none of the Marvel movies, man. Right. All right I hate so all the Marvel movies because I came up on the comic books. And when I watched them, it's not, so, it's so not what, like what it was. I don't know. What was your, your comic books? Like, What was your, the, the ones you were into? I liked uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. You know, because they were like, they, they, they were heroes for hire. Right. The whole shit was they was in the hood with like a little storefront and people will come into them and, and hire them to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Iron Fist had that shit that would ball up and make that fist and palm in a big black dude on the block. So I like that. Uh, Falcon. Um, cool. yeah. okay. I like the Falcon. My favorite was Spider-Man. Spider-Man was my favorite. Batman. He's from Queens, right? Isn't Spider Spider Man in Queens? He's from Queens, man. Yeah, yeah. Forest Hills, baby. <laughs> so I like Spider Man. I like Batman. I don't, and I always hated Superman. I don't same, like Superman. Same here, man. Did not I don't like, like Superman. Any, nah, he's corny, dog. Superman's corny. But with that said, um, I learned a lot from Superman. I had an epiphany uh, on Superman too. Superman 2, the movie, gave me an epiphany, dog, while I was going through my divorce. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's inspiration all around us, dog. It's, but you know what I noticed? If you're looking for it or not. Even if you're looking for it or not, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. You want to know? Yeah, Superman is just too super. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was too super. Mm -hmm. In order for him to get into any kind of real shit, some being from another planet would have to come down and, and like, you know, hunt him down. So I didn't like him. I liked Spike. Man, because he could get shot. I like Batman because he could get shot. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I like I like the fact that they're fighting regular people. You know, I was able to relate to that more than the whole. Despite this whole Avengers shit, you know, I'm, I I wasn't feeling none of that Avengers shit, all that space and whatever shit. I just don't feel it. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I'll feel it more after the aliens come. Um, yeah, I was a big... the alien invasion. Maybe I'll. Fucking feel it more. <laughs> I was a big X-Men X-Men fan also. Yeah, loved X-Men. Loved the X-Men. Mm -hmm. Loved the X-Men. Alpha Flight. You ever fuck with Alpha Flight? Mm -mm. 
they're the they're the you know who they are you know no, that, that, no, oh, man they're the they are basically the canadian x-men oh i see this they're like the canadian x-men i liked them i got into them because the artist who used to draw them was john byrne and john byrne was my favorite fucking artist in marvel that motherfucker could draw john byrne b-y-r-n-e yeah, now I got, I got him. I got him here. All right, so you did X Men, Fantastic Four, Superman, She Hulk. Oh yeah, She Hulk. I got the number one issue of She Hulk. I got a lot of number one issues. Dude, I didn't. I, I got some stuff. I didn't. I did not know this about you. You would really like my dad. My dad, huge into comics. Yeah. Um, I got it. I got like a whole big fucking case in my old house filled mm. with comics. There's probably money in there. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure it definitely the money. I was big on Thor too. Okay. What about like uh Scooby-Doo or like the Looney Tunes, Jetsons, any stuff like, do you watch any of the uh, 60s? Com comics? I didn't do Scooby-Doo and none of that, but I did like the Archies. I like the Archies and all that what, shit. What about the television cartoons? Like television cartoons? Oh yeah. I was into those, man. Scooby-Doo was cool. I could fuck with Scooby, you know, um, Bugs Bunny was the shit. That was, Bugs Bunny was the best hands down. Looney Tunes was the best hands down. I, Who could my, fuck with Looney Tunes? My dad, we would always watch them together from when I was like a, a little kid. So that was, that kind of stuff was my first introduction to comedy, I think. Like the first funny yeah. stuff that I, that I ever saw. And I think from the beginning, I was always, I was always heavily uh, into comedy in one shape or Yeah, dude. Comedy. Who could fuck with Looney Tunes? What's better than Looney Tunes? What, what, I, I, I challenge anybody to give me a, a cartoon that was better than, better, better, not just as good, but better than Looney Tunes. Yeah, it, it's on, not, man. it's Bugs not Bunny, even, Daffy Duck. It's, it's not even close. And what pisses me off is that Disney, Disney World and the park and all that shit has a much better rap than like Six Flags and the Looney, Looney Tunes and everything like that. But cartoons, like they weren't even fucking close. No, Disney like the old Mickey fuck. Mouse, like not even. Especially like the TV ones. Yeah, the oh, TV yeah. ones, like the movies. You know, Disney got the movies because the truth is Looney Tunes don't have too many. What are they? They got Space Jam. I just saw the new Space Jam too. Uh, what do you think? <sighs> uh, Space Jam. Yeah. For the kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's for the kids. But uh, <laughs> Did you watch it with like, any kids? Like, I mean, <laughs> no, I watched it by myself. Man. I, like, <laughs> I like cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was free on, on Prime, so... Oh, I didn't know that, I checked yeah. It out. Yeah, it's on HBO Prime, is that what it is? Whatever that shit is, the HBO Plus, it's on that. Um, But yeah, like, they don't do many movies, which I don't understand why Looney Tunes doesn't do more movies. But either way, I mean, I'll give Disney the movies, even though they subliminally put dicks and everything and, and uh, you know, want to teach our little daughters to strip and... uh shit like that but you know their movies they got movies i mean the only reason why they got better movies than El than looney tunes is looney tunes don't really fucking do movies what um, other movies do they got other than fucking you know and then you got tom and jerry who i loved i love tom and jerry but i love the old tom and jerry once that once that dude butera or butera whatever the fuck that artist name is took over uh tom and jerry them shit sucked the yeah. art was horrible the storyline like you know it was just horrible fucking sucked you know and now they got the new ones the, the, with the with the qtr or whatever but the old ones were the shit i absolutely cannot fucking stand the 3d animation 
of old cartoons oh. like that. It's horrible. Old cartoons. It's it's horrible. Like I I I can't I can't watch it. Yeah, well then you're not gonna like fucking Space Jam. Yeah, I mean, no, I I I can't stand watching it. The 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 2D stuff is the way to go for 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 that kind of shit. They don't do nothing like they used to, man. You know what I'm saying? They don't do nothing like they used to. But I, I'm still bugging on that whole, like, who can fuck with Looney Tunes? Where's Looney Tunes now? They're not even, can't even catch Looney Tunes anymore. Yeah, they, they don't. Were racist? They were racist. Uh, they had a lot of racist shit on that shit. Yeah. There's a lot of racist <laughs> shit on that shit. But that's what made it funny. Well, it's, it's also of that time period, everything was, any sort of marketing material or Dude, anything out of the public the was family. all racist. All in the family. Do you think that show could even come out now? All in the family? Archie Bunker? Oh, absolutely not. Come on, man. <laughs> even like married with children, like how he was with his wife. That would not, would not fly married today. Married with children. Fly today, man. What is it people are trying? Even Seinfeld, man. Like a lot of stuff they did in Seinfeld. Like you remember the Cigar Store Indian episode? Um, there, there's, there's one episode where... Uh, where Elaine's dating a guy who, de- who she thinks is black and he thinks oh. she's Spanish, but they're and both white. Spanish and they're both white. Or when, or when uh, Jerry was dating the Puerto Rican and he says, she's Puerto Rican. And they go, you can't say that. And she, he goes, I can. He goes, no, you can't say Puerto Rican. And then they asked the chick and she goes, yeah, you, that's what I am. You could say that I'm Puerto Rican. They thought it was a racist term. They thought just Puerto Rican was a racist term. That's genius. And then the uh, that's the, fucking the, genius. The Puerto Rican Day Parade that they had the one oh, time. Oh, when he stomped on the flag. <laughs> yeah, and then they had the two, the two, the two like gay guys who were like the Puerto Rican street. Who? Who won't wear that ribbon? <laughs> you won't wear the ribbon. You'll put on the ribbon right now. That's crazy, man. <laughs> and that's some real shit too. People will get on you. You could be sitting there doing the walk, but if you're not wearing the ribbon, they fucking get on you. Fuck out of here, man. Ah, oh. so pissed at all that shit. Yeah, I mean all that shit. Speedy Gonzalez, not a good look. Pepe, Pepe Le Pew, very rapey that we, we have to see. He, he was very rapey, and we all knew it. It wasn't even like that's some new shit that's coming out now. Like, right. oh, word, he was rapey? We knew he was fucking rapey. And it wasn't really accepted. Everyone thought he was weird. You know, no one's like, oh, my God, I love Pepe Le Pew. Everyone's like, yeah, he's a creepy yeah, Pepe fucking Pepe Le Pew skunk. was probably the worst out of all of them. Like, who likes Pepe Le Pew? Who out there, do I, have, do I have any listener out there who can actually say that their favorite fucking Looney Tunes character was Pepe Le Pew? Anyone who's going to turn around and say their favorite character was Pepe Le Pew probably got a rape charge. You know what I'm saying? They at least got, they at least got like a sexual misconduct type of shit on their charges. Definitely, like, who would think Pepe Le Pew is is I didn't get it, man. I, didn't, I I never liked Peppy. I never liked Peppy. I didn't care too much for Speedy either. Yeah, Speedy. That was a little Mexican. That great? He's Mexican, I, right? Yeah, <laughs> little Mexican mouse. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought Foghorn Leghorn is fucking incredible. Foghorn's dope. He's probably he's probably the funniest. I mean, other than Bugs, obviously Bugs has Bugs, Bugs has is Bugs top. Bugs Bunny humor though. But Daffy, you sleeping on Daffy? You no, think Foghorn also, is funnier than Daffy? Foghorn, Leghorn, Foghorn is, is, he's good, 
all right, you know what I'm going to say? He didn't have enough. He didn't have enough solo solo appearances to really make that judgment. He was always really Daffy good was, with has the, much more episodes with the with the chicken hawk when Foghorn Leghorn was with the. With the son, I'm a tell you, got hunting for a chicken. <laughs> Let me tell you, boy. I'm a rooster. Back in my day, boy. Yeah, I know. That's right. I'm not a chicken. I'm a rooster, boy. Yeah, he was good. He was good. I, I'll say. I'll say. And he was actually more adultish, I guess. That's probably why I didn't like him, because his jokes are actually more pretty much adulty. Yes. You know? he, he, he's like Ron White. He's like the, the cartoon version of Ron White. <laughs> Daffy Duck is, is Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh, hey, Daffy? Is it just because he's black? <laughs> maybe, maybe Bugs. Oh, man. Bugs would be more of a Dave Chappelle, I think. I don't yeah. know, man. Daffy Duck was cool, man, but he always got the short end of the stick. That's true. He did. You know, he always got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, by far, I had to say my favorite, of course, was Bugs. Who could fucking beat Bugs? Mm. Yeah, I wasn't a, I wasn't a big fan of like Sylvester or Tweety either. I mean, I would, I would watch them together, but not, not on the top of my list. I'm not gonna lie, man. I always had a problem with anytime there was a cat and uh and like going at something else that the cat always got the worst of the fucking the worst of the deal like you know what i'm saying like sylvester fucking uh always got fucked up by tweety mm. you know the dog what was his name i don't remember spike uh, oh the brown and the brown and white dog no the big muscle dog that used to fucking beat up fucking sylvester all the time uh, i think it might be hector spike Hector. Yeah, the Hector. fuck did you get Hector? Uh, here you go. What are you talking about here? This one? Yeah, yeah, that dude. That's Spike. Isn't that Spike? Oh, shit, he- Hector? He- Hector, yeah. Where the fuck did Hector come from? <laughs> I didn't know that. that I just saw... the fuck's name is Hector? Yeah, it's a bulldog, usually the pet of Granny. Normally, he clobbers Sylvester, so he only eat Tweety. All right, man. Let's get rid of that 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 shit off. That I don't want to get no fucking hard. You got Looney Tunes, man. I gotta take you off because you showed it for one fucking second. Because Looney Tunes is gonna be so fucking upset, you fucking rich bastard. That one right there. Yeah, this is and Spike. That Spike. Yes. All right. I knew there was a Spike. Uh, you ever see that episode? Uh, That's the gravy episode, dude. That's the one where he goes, "You forgot the gravy." He has the little dog get him food all the time. And then he beats the little dog up because he forgot to bring him the gravy. But then he gets so fat that he's like on a bed one day and the fucking the little dog comes back and puts a funnel on his mouth and goes, this time I didn't forget the gravy. And he pulls out like a big keg and starts pouring it down, leaving us to believe that eventually Spike blows up and was murdered by Chester. Mm. So Chester got a body. I did not know that. No, I don't think I've ever seen that episode. I think my all-time favorite Looney Tunes episode is uh, Bugsy and Muggsy. When Bugs Bunny is with the two, like, grease balls, like the, the mafia. They're supposed to be mafia oh, guys. Oh, would I turn on this oven if my friend Muggsy <laughs> was in there? You, you might, might grab it. You might. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> how they do it, man. How do I remember all that shit, man? That's insane. You're talking years ago, man. That's even before your time. 1957 is when that cartoon is from. 
Mel Blanc, 1957, Bugsy and Muggsy. Great episode. You might, rabbits, you might. He tosses it in there. That's a great fucking episode. And the oven explodes. (laughs) That is a great episode, man. Fantastic. It really is. Yeah, man, Disney ain't got shit on them. Not even close. Sorry, Disney. And the weird thing is people who are super Disney families. Have you seen this amongst the white population? Because it is a subsect of white people that I don't understand. Have I seen it? My daughter is in it. My daughter is in the Disney uh, fam. Uh, I'm not, listen, I'm not even going to say her name because I don't want to get into no trouble with the Disney people. But yo, it's like a fucking cult. It is. The minute she shaves her head... She's not watching no more Disney. The minute her head gets shaved, she's she's one of the uh what you call us for Disney too. She like does um because you know she's an influencer, <coughs> so she does. They send her shit, and she shows in and shit like that. Wow. Yeah, and I did not dude, know this, G. This is and this dude, is and this dude, is crazy information. Oh no, dude, and it's real because I was talking to the other day, right? Big up to my daughter. Like I said, I'm not going to blow up with a name because, uh, you know, Disney might get mad. Um, but uh, she's like a spokesperson for Disney, too. Yeah. But it's like a, it's like a family. Like, there's all these people that are, like, in this family click cult thing. And, yo, they began into beef. My daughter was telling me about this crazy beef that she got in with three, three of her friends. Well, her and her friend and these two other girls, they all were tight off of Disney. Mm-hmm. They all met through this whole Disney shit. And then they got into like all this crazy beef and it's insane the shit that goes on. But you know, that's also gonna happen whenever you make like a big group of women. <laughs> Any big group of women is gonna have a lot of that shit going on, man. Uh, I'm trying you know? to look, I'm trying to look up some uh, some some stuff with with Disney employees because their employees have some really weird shit that they have to that they have to Dude, do. First of all. A bunch of the employees <laughs> supposedly had records for pedophilia that came out like not too long ago. A bunch of the employees at the at the whatchamacallit, uh, Disneyland theme park. Oh, uh, out, in, out in California? Yeah, yeah. They found like a bunch of fucking, um, you know, sexual predators that had records and they were working there. Disneyland. I don't like Disney, man. They made me go in there. They want my fingerprint. What the fuck you want my fingerprint so I can get on a roller coaster? What? Yeah, to get in, you got to give your fingerprint, dog. And I said no. And I felt bad because this is when my daughter, my daughter, my daughter got married in Disneyland, dog. All right. Oh, that's and I'm sick. not gonna lie, it was magical. Yeah, oh, dude, I'm, I'm not sure gonna lie. Fucking fantastic. It was fucking. The word is magical. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Disney did not. <laughs> Disney came right with the wedding shit, dude. Mickey showed up with Minnie. We were all dancing and shit. They stood. Like they didn't just make an appearance. They came like, like not from the beginning, like from the middle to the ending. They were supposed to come and go. Right. But then again, you roll into a Garcia family fucking party. It's hard to leave. Yeah, you're having a good time. Yeah, everybody was bugging out. My son was fucking freaking with Minnie. Yeah, the, the, the thing that blows my mind about Disney is how, like when you go into that place, it's like a, a play, like a stage, like a Broadway show is going on around you at all times. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It, it's, it's like, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's incredible. the same thing with that Star Wars shit. My daughter yeah. went there too. 
And she said that when you walk around, all the stormtroopers, they like fucking, you know, they don't even acknowledge you. They just walk around like fucking stormtroopers and shit. Right. Like a stormtrooper. Oh, yeah, no, them motherfuckers <laughs> will get in mad trouble if they take their head or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. If they come out of pocket, they try to pull that. If anybody in Disney World tries to pull that fucking 42nd Street fucking, you know, fighting. Mm-hmm. Getting into fights with like Mickey and Minnie. You ever watch those videos from Forty Deuce in New York? They fucking you'll see like the because you know they have those people dressed in costumes on Forty Second Street walking around, take pictures with the tourists, mm-hmm. and then you'll see videos of like Mickey fighting fucking some tourist and like kicking the shit out of a tourist or Mickey getting fucked up. You pull that shit in Disneyland, shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's the Spider-Man one. Yeah, Spider-Man's always getting into beef. Spider-Man always gets into beef. But they be showing like, with, look at that. Dude, this, this is right in Times Square, right? In front yeah, of yeah, the toys are right in front of Toys R Us. Look at that shit, right in front of Toys R Us. Yeah. Oh, yo, not for nothing. I think Why this Spider-Man, he might have, he might have found the real Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, he's getting him in a this fucking. This motherfucker might have. That's a big right dude. Now. That's a big dude. He fighting, dude. Yeah. Look at the rolls on the side oh, over there. Oh shit! Oh, they cut it right when he was about to slam him down. Yeah, let me. Yeah, Spider-Man me. always gets into beef out there. Batman, Batman. I've never seen Batman do as good as that fucking Spider-Man was doing. That Spider-Man, that motherfucker might have fucked around and found the real Spider-Man. That motherfucker might go after the fight and just crawl up the wall and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and he's out. He goes, well, star. Swings away. You know? <laughs> fucking crazy, man. But yeah, you pull some shit like that in Disney, they go crazy. Like, if you would ever take off that fucking... Oh, hood, yeah. Gone. The, the, the thing, and a kid sees it, pff, gone. gone. Motherfucker, you're going to be fucking... Whacked. You're gonna be fucking fed to the alligators, a, bro. You're gonna be it's small world. You're gonna be in yeah. it's a small world for the rest of your life, singing fucking it's a small world in Hungarian and shit. And that's what that is. That's where they put all the people that fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Yeah, but they wanna and I and here's the thing. Like I said, I didn't want to get my fingerprint, and they were like, "Why don't you want to get your fingerprint?" I said, "Why do you want my fingerprint? My fingerprint? My ID ain't enough." They want my fingerprint, dog. I wouldn't give it. I had to fucking fill out paperwork right. to get into the fucking park. And then they wonder why I had an attitude when I got in. Mm. Fuck out of here. People are fucking crazy, man. <laughs> what did I want to ask you? Oh, my God. Oh. So now, dude, what do you think about the fact that they're saying if you've been vaccinated... Quick little switch over, mm-hmm. you know. If you've been vaccinated, dude, you're more likely to fucking pass the shit than anybody else. They're calling you motherfuckers super spreaders. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up so we can we can look it up, that. man. They're calling you motherfuckers uh, super spreaders, man. Vac- vaccinated people uh, spreading, spreading fucking that shit like wow. So they say, so they fucking say. Then you got Cuomo saying he wants to pick people up in the house, put them in a car and just drive them to the place. And he goes, he goes and shove that needle in them. That's what Dude, you want to do. He, he is That's a what you fucking scumbag, dude. Huge scumbag. And his brother's a huge fucking... piece of shit, too. The guy on CNN, oh, Chris Cuomo. Both of them. 
during the pandemic, I was telling Christina this story the other day. During the pandemic, CNN painted this out like Chris Cuomo has COVID. He's locked in his basement, hasn't seen his family for like days. And they do this thing where he comes out of the basement for the first time since he quarantined. Did he see a shadow? Now, now, <laughs> while that, why that was two more years of COVID. <laughs> while that was happening, all right, so let's say a 10 day period. I'm going to make up the dates. Uh, April 1st to April 10th. Didn't see his family, didn't come out of the basement. April 3rd, he's in Long Island somewhere. And a guy is riding his bike past his house and Chris Cuomo is like doing yard work or, or like walking around or some shit and gets into an argument with the guy. Then the guy comes out. He's like, yo, this is fucking bullshit. I, I, I saw this guy out, out, outside. Is he alive Smoke, still? Smoking mirrors, people. Smoking mirrors. Of course, dude. That's all it is. It's all bullshit. I haven't been buying with this selling from the junk. Yeah, you know? And, 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 and what's the new strain? Now there's a new strain, the Delta. The well, Delta. Bro. <laughs> the Delta. The Delta. It's a little bit Very nice. I didn't hear what you just said, dude. That was a horrible fucking thing. I didn't hear what it was. Just, uh, uh, you know, learn how to manipulate that mic, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? The Delta variant. There you go, the Delta variant. Yeah, my doc, my doctor said to me, dude, it's real. You know, you know they got the Delta now. I said, Doc, save it. I said, save it, Doc. Do me a favor, just save it. I'm not buying it. I don't care. How about that? How about I don't care. And and uh, you know, people will come up to you and be like, you know, the, the CDC <laughs> just came out and and, and said that the vaccine is still really at large and be like, Oh my God, the CDC so said what's this. Up? You said you wouldn't, you, you didn't find nothing out. You super spreader. Uh, you fucking super uh, spreader over there. What's his name? Did a video. Uh, who's that fucking actor, man? I don't got my phone, man. With the curly hair. He kind of looks like this. Yeah. Time. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, Mar uh, Maine's public health. Uh, just, I'll just put it up here. Uh, Warning that even fo people fully vaccinated against COVID are at risk of harboring the virus in the nose and mouth and transmitting it to others. The Delta variant is at least twice as contagious as other coronavirus variants. What's twice as contagious? The fucking shit was supposed to get the fuck out of here, man. Holy shit. It's like, I don't know, dude. You got to kind of like, when the, what the? Makes you wonder, like, what the fuck is it that, what's going to make these motherfuckers happy so they can leave us the fuck alone? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what's the point they're trying to get to? One world government? So, running at, like, what, who, what is it that they, like, what is going to make these maniacs happy? What? What? It is. Well, when, when, when babies are being, like, harbored legally for their blood and, and, you know, the, the, the legal age to fuck is, you know, 12 months. What the fuck is going to make these people fucking happy so they can leave us the fuck alone? Hmm? All right. Here, here's, what, here's what I think it is. It comes down to two things, really, and they're, and they're both related. So the first thing is it's all about money. It's all about finance. And with the finance comes control. So the people who have the money want to be able to control how they keep making money and keep getting money. 
And then with all this other weird shit that you're talking about, like the one world government, the adrenochrome and like all that sort of stuff. I think that these are outliers in that same, same group. You know what I'm saying? Well, That's supposedly what I, they are that group. I, I believe they are in that group. I think there are a lot of billionaires, wealthy fucking Saudis and like all this shit that are, that are manipulating the economy on a global scale to make as much money as possible. And there's also the same people that are involved in doing that also like fucking kids, you know, <laughs> like and on weekends, they like to take a little bit of pink I mean, beans. But, but just think about it. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what the percentage is, but if you took 10,000 normal middle-class people, there's probably a couple of pedophiles in there, you know? So if you take 10,000 of these super wealthy people, there's going to be some fucking freaks. You take 10,000 super wealthy people and you're going to have fucking 9,000 998 fucking freaky pedophiles doing something. They might not be fucking, you know, not everybody's into the little ping pings, but you know, they're doing something, drinking the blood. They're doing something, man. These people are all fucking, and you don't make that billion shit without doing it. Right. Because once you got that kind of money, you have influence and they're not going to let you have that influence unless they fucking control that. Mm -hmm. It's all just sick shit. You know, don't you miss being ignorant? I get uh, jealous when I talk to people about the shit that's going on and they just don't believe it. They're just like, you know, like the people who listen to like CNN and all that shit and they believe it and they believe what the government's telling them. It must be nice. You know, like there, there's gotta be some sort of peace in believing all the shit you see. Cause there's no peace in like not believing shit. God bless you. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no peace in, in being woke. There's not. No, there's no. There's there's you no know. peace in it. And it's hard. It's hard because the, the, the more you look into stuff, the deeper you see that it goes and the more stuff you know, the, the, the more it fucking really rattles your brain. <laughs> I had like a, like a, I don't want to say uh, like an existential crisis at like 18 or 19 that fucked me up thinking about all that shit, you know? Yeah, man. That's, 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 you know. Well, then again, I mean, dude, I can only imagine the things. I mean, you were growing up thinking people wanted to kidnap you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you thought you were kidnappable growing up. So any kid with a mind like that, that's very close to the kid that you ask him when he's little, what do you want to be? And he goes, I want to be president. That's a scary little motherfucker right there. What little kid wants? I want to be president. I want to run the world. What did, what did, what did Gary G. Garcia want to do as a child? I would say artist of some kind, right? I wanted to be a dancer, man. A dancer, that's true. Mm. I danced. I was a dancer, dog. I used to just get busy, you know what I'm saying? But jazz hands don't go over good in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got tired of getting bullied and shit. So I became a gangster. But yeah, I mean, to bring it back real quick, man, because I know I just remembered I bought something up and I never really like uh, got into it. The whole epiphany from Superman 2. Would yes. you like to hear? Yes, I, I, I would love Would to you like that. to hear the knowledge of the Superman 2 epiphany? And, mm -hmm. and like, it, it basically is relationships and the challenge that men face in dealing with women. That's really what it is. Like, I'm watching this shit, right? And what I see is in Superman 2, right? There comes a point where he, Superman, scoops up Lois Lane, right? Because 
you know, he's in love with her. He scoops her up. He brings her to his fortress of solitude. Ice. You ever saw Superman too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So he brings her to the fortress of solitude. Remember that? Yes. The big ice place and shit where he has sex with her finally for the first time. Right? So they go there. And that was his first mistake. He bought her. He let her in to his fortress of solitude. Right? Fortress of solitude is a peaceful place. Mm -hmm. So he let her in to his peaceful place. Right? They get busy. Right? The next day he comes out. As far as we know, that's the first pussy Superman's ever gotten. Nowhere in Superman 1 or anywhere else in Superman 2 do they show Superman getting any kind of slinging that super dick. Right. He's not slinging that super dick, right? And that's the whole other thing of whether or not he slings super dick. Just because he's Superman, does he sling super dick? You would think so. You would think he would have a super dick, for sure. You would think. Right. But I don't know. I mean, he's white. Doesn't mean you know? anything. It's just more I have to say he might... But I'm just saying. Anyway, so he brings it to the fortress. They have sex. The next day, he comes walking out, right? He's feeling himself. He just got laid. His curl is tight. His chest is popped out, man. That suit is fitting him like never before, right? And what's he do? Like any dude, he wants to tell someone that he just got busy, you know? And he calls his mom, who is dead, by the way. But he gets in touch with her. He gets in touch with Ma Dukes through their death hotline, right? Ma Dukes picks up. Dad's there, you know? And he's like, yo, I love Lois Lane. Basically telling her, it happened, Ma. I fucked Lois Lane. I love Lois Lane. The dad's like, ah. <laughs> Those are dads, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah. The mother's like, you fuck Lois. Yeah, he, he do a little shimmy. The mother's like, the mother, right? Because nobody knows women better than women. And the mother says, ooh, Lois. Nah, yo, she's immortal. Right? And he's like, but I love her. And she's like, son, you could do better. Don't get hemmed up on that pussy. That's the first pussy you got. But make no mistakes, that's mortal pussy. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, nah, ma, I love her. I love her, right? Mother hangs up the phone, shows up, shows up at the Fortress of Solitude. Now, mind you, when this shit all starts going down while he's talking to the mother and the mother's like, she's immortal. She's also Lois, dead, right? She's dead. Yeah. Lois comes out from the back in her little silky shit and she's watching. She's just on the side watching what this dude is doing, seeing him argue for her love, right? Mother shows up and the mother says, yo, listen, this is, this is how important this is. I just showed up from the dead. That's how important this is, Superman, right? And she says, son, she's immortal. And in order for you to be with a mortal, you would have to become mortal. That motherfucker says, I love her. Right? He says, I love her. And the mother knows when a dude is whipped like that, there's really no talking sense to a whipped motherfucker like that, right? So she says, all right, you want Lois? Go into that little tube right there. 
And when you come out, you'll be mortal. You could be with Lois. That motherfucker goes in, curl all tight. All the lights, he sees his whole life flash before his eyes. Comes out, no curl, loose baggy suit, penny loafers, Clark fucking Kent. Boom. Now Lois pops out. And he sees Lois and he walks up to her and Lois says, you did all that for me? And he goes, I love you. She says, and I quote, I don't know what to say. This motherfucker says, all you got to do is tell me you love me. And that bitch takes him by the head and cradles him in her bosom. And I said, bing. She didn't say she loves him. She didn't say she loves him. In fact, she doesn't love him because she never liked Clark. She loved Superman, right? But she cradled him because he gave up everything for her. She'll take her little Clark Kent, but she doesn't love her Clark Kent. So the first thing they do, they go out to eat, right? They go into the diner. Because you get he very hungry after bathroom. all this. <laughs> he goes to the bathroom, right? And mind you, they walked. Don't, don't, don't even tell me how they got from the, the solitude to the diner because he can't fly no more. You know what I'm saying? So now they're at the diner. He goes to use the bathroom. Some dude comes in, right, and takes his seat and starts kicking it to Lois. Clark comes out because a lot of times you'll change into a person that, you know, you're not, but you don't even realize you did it. So he comes out. He still thinks he's Superman. He's not. He's not Superman no more. He changed that shit for Lois. Now he's just Clark Kent. Dude kicks his ass. Lois jumps on his back. Ah, get off him, because she'll protect her Clark Kent, even though she don't love him. That motherfucker, after getting his ass kicked, says, I need to go back and get my shit back. And you know what she says? You can never go back. Don't you remember? You can never go back. And then I realized, man, in relationships, man, women fall in love with Superman all the time, at least in their eyes. Mm -hmm. And then the man becomes Clark Kent. And then wonders why the lady don't love him no more. Because she never loved Clark Kent. You became Clark Kent because you got tired of fighting, you got tired of arguing. <clears throat> but she never loved Clark, she loved Superman. So, fellas, when you're out there getting into these relationships, man, I'm not saying not to give a little, but don't let them turn you into Clark Kent. Straight up. So now, at what point during your divorce did this, this, all, this all go down? Right before I left. Really? Right there is when I said I got to leave. Mm. I got to leave. As a matter of fact, I got this thing here. Hold on one second. It's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a very got, pow powerful story. I got my Superman crystal right here. <laughs> Somebody gave this to me shortly after. I don't remember who. Really? That's cool. It's right? A good, it's a good and friend it looks right like there. the crystal. It looks like a crystal from mm -hmm. the Fortress of Solitude. And I keep it right there just to always remind me that I'm motherfucking Superman. You want to fuck with Superman, you got to be a superwoman. I don't fuck with mortals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
Give me one second, man. We're gonna have to probably like pause this and bring it back, but give me one second. I gotta go blow my nose and shit. All right. All right. So you All might right. have to edit I'm, this I'm, one a little I'm gonna, bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pee real quick. All right. Did you hear that? Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> you alright, bro? Jesus Christ. You hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a loud puker. I just threw my brains up. Anybody wondering what just happened? We had to take a break. I thought I had to go blow my nose, but apparently I had to blow everything I've ever eaten in my life out. Shit. Look at these eyes, man. See, that's the thing, too. Like, I can't even sit here and go, I'm sick. You know, because I don't think I'm sick. <laughs> I just every now and then throw the fuck up. <laughs> Where did that come from? Was it the iced tea too early in the morning for iced tea? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember the Seinfeld episode when, when Seinfeld says he hasn't puked since June 29th, 1980? Yeah. <laughs> and then he threw up? Yeah. I think we're gonna have to leave that in there. You're gonna have to leave some of that throw up in Dude, there. Dude, I'm definitely, man. definitely gonna edit, that in, edit that in somewhere. You gotta edit, you gotta, I don't know if you can leave it as long because it was kind of long, but there's gotta be some point where you hear me throwing up. You gotta keep it, let's keep it real, dude. Let's keep that shit real. I'm probably the first person to fucking do that. First host to puke on this fucking, what do call it? Yo, I don't even know what happened. I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, let me go blow my nose. Because what happens is I get like a buildup of fucking phlegm or some shit, and that makes me throw up. But that right. wasn't even the case. I went in there and was just like, the minute I got out, I was like, am I going to throw? The only time that's ever happened before <laughs> is when I was sitting there eating edibles, and I ate too many edibles. Mm. I told you that story, right? Yes. It was yeah, the only time I ever ate too many edibles. And I was sitting there just like now, and I'm relaxing. I'm having, you know. And then I'm like, Am I going to throw up? Like out of nowhere. I was like, am I going to throw up? And then I stood up and threw up all over. But whatever. What's done is done. Feeling better now. <sighs> whatever it was is gone. It's amazing when, the fuck that was. When, when you throw up, how you immediately feel better afterwards. Not that night when I ate those edibles. Right. I well, threw of course, up yeah. <laughs> and the fucking world started spinning. You know, even the flat earthers couldn't tell me the world wasn't spinning. <laughs> Everything was spinning. I, I got worse. Every time I threw up, I got worse and worse and worse and worse. Just now I felt better. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was the fucking, uh, maybe it was the iced tea. That's what happens when you buy your iced tea at Wawa. Yeah. Um, 
Wow. But whatever. But what were we just talking about? The Superman thing? Yeah, the Superman epiphany, man. That's that's yeah. uh that's a that's a powerful story. It seems yeah, like so it, right it, after it, that, it meant a so lot right, to you. Yeah, no, so right after that dog, I got out of there. Mm. I got out of there. I said I gotta go back. I gotta go back to being Superman. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, you know, ever since then, dude, I stay flying and I only fuck with motherfucking superwoman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. My it's woman's tough. a superwoman. It's it's tough trying to de- to decide and to decipher the stuff that you do in your relationship, whether it's it's something you want to be giving up or, or not. You know what I mean? No, and you know what, man? The women are guilty of it too, because make no mistakes. Lois knew what was going on. Right. She saw him changing. She let him do it, knowing full well she wasn't in love with that motherfucker when he was clocking. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that women do. Women hook up with you, then they want to change you. Yep. They want to change you into what they want you to be. And then dudes, because dudes will eventually just, you know, they just, you know, at the end of the day, dudes are suckers to women. You know what I'm saying? A dude in love is a sucker for love. So it comes down to he'll make those changes for, for many reasons. One, to make her happy. Two, to not argue. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what happens. You just don't want to argue. That's why when you see a dude who's been married 40 years, 35 years, that motherfucker don't argue. That motherfucker sit there. Whatever, honey. Yes, dear. Whatever. And then she looking at him like, where, where did your balls go? And that motherfucker's like, look in your pocket. That's where they are. They're in your pocket. I gave them to you a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? And they'll do it. They'll change you. And they'll stay with you. But they won't love you. My, uh, they never love that Clark Kent motherfucker. My, stay the rebel that you are, motherfuckers. My, stay strong. My, uh, my, my grandparents had a really funny relationship because my, my, my grandfather was this like super handy, never stop moving person. And my grandmother's like the most down to earth, chill, doesn't do much of anything type person, right? So instead of like arguing, he would just go and do his thing. My grandma would just leave him alone. <laughs> He'd be like, did he be in the garage, like, like putting like shit together for his grandchildren, like out of wood, like a wood model plane or like whatever Building the fuck? fortress, houses, fucking tree houses. <laughs> yeah, and she's just like, yeah, the longer he's out there, the better. <laughs> But that's what I say. That's why relationships back in those days, they lasted. Right. Because you could fucking leave. Mm-hmm. You can go somewhere. Now you can't leave because even if you leave the house, you're going to take your phone. And as you know, they're, they're texting you. They're calling you. They're fucking fucking with you all over the place. You know? Yeah. So it's hard to be in fucking relationships nowadays like that, man. It's like. Me, me and Tina got it down, dude. I, she left at nine o'clock this morning. You and Tina got it down. You figured it out. How long y'all been together? Four years, five, four or five years. We have Talk a good to thing me when we're... you get to the fucking seven year itch, dog. Then I'll respect you. I respect what you got to say when you hit that seven year itch, dog. All right, in two, in two years. Rookie over here trying to talk, trying to talk champion fucking shit. And he's a rookie. Motherfucker. Shit just changes. Shit just changes. You know, like people grow, people change. You know, people, you got to be able to accept. And forgive, man. That's the thing. Forgiveness is the key to anything. Any kind of relationship. Any kind of relationship. Forgiveness is the key. Even for your peoples. You want to be down with your peoples, you got to be willing to forgive your peoples. They're going to do some stupid shit. The more you're tighter, the more you hang, the more chances they're going to do something stupid. I, on this podcast, would like to publicly forgive you for your extreme tardiness in all social situations. 
I'm tardy. Dude, I am so on point. I just went and puked my brains out and came right back to finish this fucking podcast. How much more on fucking point can you be, son? And I know we're going to keep it in there. These motherfuckers <laughs> going to hear me. I was puking my brains out out of nowhere. And here's the thing. I felt it coming, right? And I managed to hold it down till I could finish the story about fucking Superman. I waited to the end of the segment to fucking do it. So come on, man. Anybody else? You know anybody else is going to do that shit? We got motherfuckers here that, that, that <laughs> fucking stay out too late. They stay out too late and then they don't show up to fucking do what they got to do. <laughs> I fucking, and that's the thing too. Like I got home, I don't even know what time I got home last night, three, four, something like that. I didn't get to bed till like maybe five. All right. So I will, I will I say this. To do this shit. To maybe that's what made me throw up. To defend your, to defend your honor, Gary, because I care, because I care about I, you. I don't need defending, baby. And I, yourself, <laughs> uh, ever since we did the virtual thing, and you can you can come in from the comfort of your own home. You're you're on time or a little early. But anytime it was out in the world, be like, yo, gee, come over, come over at like one and we'll do the podcast and be like two, two thirty. No way, no way. I, I'd always no way. I that always showed up. I showed up in this acceptable time of not really even late. If you're there between, you know, before 15 minutes, that's not technically really late. So now, I'm not going to say I never like got there lately. <laughs> I've gotten there a little bit late here and there, man. The one I thing, was on point. <laughs> the one oh, thing I will tough. always say, when it comes to doing anything creative or anything that you want to get involved in, you are on, on your money, which I will say is not like a lot of other comedians I've worked with. Like I said, Except name for a fucking comedian that would have just went blue chunks and, and not come back and went, no, dude. Uh, we're gonna have to finish this up another time. No, I came back and said, "What's up? Let's continue." Either Zach or Bridgestone would probably puke up on the podcast and then just keep talking. You think they would? Zach, bro, def Zach definitely would. Zach would. <laughs> Not Matt. I don't know. Bridgestone might. Bridgestone <laughs> just, might. Bridgestone might just just grab the trash can. If I had a trash can, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's like at work. I used to go to work. See, that's what I'm saying. I used to go to work hungover. I'm not even hungover. I really don't know what the fuck all that was. I mean, like I said, when you when you fucking chill and do all kinds of shit, you don't know what that was. I'm, I'm going to chalk what you, it up did, to the fact. What did you drink last night? Do you have some dark liquor? Nah, just some. I had like maybe two Tito's and Sprite. I didn't even drink much. Hmm. You know, I ate. Okay. You know, so I don't that know makes, what that was, that, that but it could, be a, it could be a thing. Like I said, I was, I was five hours in the car going there, did the show four hours in the car coming back. Cause there was no traffic, you know, got here late, you know, fucking woke up. I just woke up just to do this shit, man. I woke up, jumped in the shower, threw on some shit. I got pants on today. You know, oh, you very nice. I got pants on today. I got dressed, you know, um, I see you still have the jean shorts from 1995. <laughs> Denims, that's right. I still rock my denim shorts, motherfucker. What you know about my denim shorts, man? What you know about them denim shorts? Ah, what you know about them shits, son? What kind of kicks you got on today? Just, just below the knees. My kicks, I got on my fucking. Uh, oh, those are, uh, those are Air Maxes, right? Air Max, yeah. Three sixties. 
Yeah. You know better than I do, man. Yeah, nice kicks. That shit is. You know, I usually have the Air Force Ones, usually. But they were on sale, so I said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. They fell into the price range of what I would spend on sneakers. You know, I have a problem spending $1,000 on sneakers. I have a problem with that. $800 on sneakers. Really? $800 on sneakers? They're fucking can, sneakers. I'll never spend more than two for a pair of sneakers. Ever. I, 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 I think that more than I, two for a pair of sneakers for me. Yeah, for my ne- son, I might have did it, but not for me. Yeah, I would never. Mm-mm. Usually, I don't want to spend more than $100 either. I'll do 100 You know, the most 120 mm-hmm. I think these were 120 on sale, some shit like that. You know, but uh, uh, they're fucking sneakers. I mean, I keep them white. I, you know, I take care of my kicks, but th- at the end of the day, you're going to walk around in these shits, man. Come on. What are you talking about? Especially if you're in fucking New York. I mean, AC is grimy as fuck too. Yeah. <laughs> AC is mad grimy. <laughs> yeah, if you're on foot, AC and white sneakers do not, do not mix. Speaking of New York, speaking of New York, um, I will be out there. Today is Saturday. We're going to get this out today, right? Mm-hmm. So boom, see, this is almost live, people. This is almost live. When you see me throw up, that was in real time. <laughs> um, so tomorrow, Sunday, I will be at the V spot with Alex Carbano and um and Matt Bridgestone mm-hmm. at 7:30. So if you're in the village in Manhattan on St. Mark's. Go to the V spot. You could also go to my page, Gary G Garcia, and uh, I'm gonna repost everything again today. Uh, Sunday, I mean that's Sunday tomorrow. Monday, we're gonna be doing a not quite Tuesday show, midnight show. I'll also be on the ten o'clock show uh, at the Grizzly Pair, and then I have my midnight show with Adam Gable. Mm. And then uh, Tuesday, I'll be out in Long Island with Terry McNeely at the at the Tiki Bar. Uh, so if you're interested in any of that shit, go to my page and, uh, you'll see all the dates and wherever the locations are and shit like that. Come out and catch your boy on the come up, man. I'm much cheaper now. Otherwise don't complain when my tickets are like $600 for the nosebleed. Don't complain. You should have caught me when they were free shows and $20 shows. And you should have caught me in AC, man. Yeah. You know, uh, that's good. I'm, 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 I'm very happy that you are doing a lot of shows in the city right now. I'm I'm very happy that I am getting some gigs actually like on my own. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, you know, like uh. How long have you been doing stand up now? Five years. It's five years going on six. It's probably close to the six years, but it's five years. Yeah, mm. five years and change, something like that. Do you feel like I you've never been... know until my, my Facebook shit pops up? Do you feel like you've been developing more? A little more in the, the past year or so since you got back from like COVID. If you feel like you're getting I think since stronger. COVID, COVID was one of the best things that happened to my comedy career. <laughs> in reality, COVID, I think, is one of the best things that my relationship with Cole, me and Rona, me and Rona, Rona's been good for me. Mm-hmm. Rona's Rona's been real good for me, man. But no, I yeah, I definitely feel uh since I've come back, I've come back with a vengeance. I've come back like you know, a year got taken from me, dude. Mm-hmm. 51 years old, dog. I don't got time to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got time to waste. I wasted enough of that time already playing video games and, and just chilling and getting high and wasting time, man. There's no more time to waste. I want to be on stage, motherfuckers. Put me on stage. How, uh, 
how much stage time do you think you get in a week right now? How, how many, how many hours do you think you're doing? Hours? Yeah. Cause you're probably, uh, you're probably doing like at least two or three doing, hours a week, I'm right? Doing, I'm doing at least 20 minutes a night, 25 minutes a night, at least 20, 25 minutes a night. Right. And no, actually now 40, because now we're doing, uh, we're doing two shows a night now. Boom. AC jokes is doing two shows a night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, I think the only days we're not is Friday and Thursday, I think. Are the only two days we don't have two shows. We have eight o'clock, ten o'clock, Saturday, six and ten. I mean six and eight, and then Sunday, eight and ten. So yeah, I'm doing about 25 minutes per show, 20 minutes a show. It's like almost an and hour a night, bro. From headlining. I did 45 minutes the other night. Uh the other night he let me go too. I forgot how long I did that. He let me just go. You know, if the, if the if the waitresses and waiters are down to chill, then they don't right. they don't care to let me go on that late show. Mm. But yeah, so on a regular to 40 minutes a night, so an hour a night, pretty much close to an hour a night. That's what like six hours. Uh what's that? Yeah, like six hours of comedy a week, almost six and a half hours of comedy a week. I'm doing, you know. I think I, I don't know how long uh what's the name let me go. Yeah, but I do at least 20 minutes and then you know. If the show's popping, they let me go. And when they let me go, I just go until I see people getting like tired or, <laughs> you know, or like, or like if they all stay real long and then one couple gotta leave, then I'll be like, I'm gonna wrap it up so you don't miss nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as they're all down to chill, we'll keep going. But if like one person leaves and they're like, oh, we love you, we just gotta go, then I'll be like, all right, I'll wrap it up. Mm. It's time for all of us to go, you know? But then I feel bad. They stood there all that time listening and don't get to see the end. So fuck it, end it. Right. You know? Right. 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 And then and then it breaks the atmosphere too. Now that they're not there, the whole energy of the room is now changing. Everything changes. Yeah. Change Everything changes. One person, you change it all. Yep. 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 All right. So that's what that's what you got going on this week. And anything else? For the rest of the week, I'll be at AC. I'll be in AC for the rest of the week. Um. I'll be in fucking, I don't know, next month I'll be in a couple of places. I might be out, I might be at this dude's house next week. We don't know. Shit happens. I might be in this dude's house, man. I might fuck, I'm gonna be that dude. I'm gonna be that dude. You're gonna hear a knock at like 4.45 in the morning and your lady's gonna be like, don't answer it, it's G. Cause she's gonna know, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's been done before. And I'm going to come and be like, yo, Brian, get dressed, throw something on, we out. You're going to be like, where are we going? I'm like, just shut up and come in. And we're going to fucking jump in some fucking ride, jump on some plane. Your lady won't see you for like four days. <laughs> I'll bring you back with a tattoo on the back of your neck. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I drop you back off and, and then I'll just disappear into the sunset until I just show up randomly one night again. I'm going to be doing that to everybody. People, if I know where you live, and I blow up, and I blow up, blow up, but like we can go anywhere. I'm showing up, dude. I'm gonna be rolling in your house all kinds of nights. I won't give a fuck then. I welcome that. Yeah, be careful, man. I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll have Tony, a great time. Man. To be honest, she'd probably be happy to get me out of the house for a couple of days anyway. So you'll be doing her a favor. Yeah, till she sees you on locked up abroad. <laughs> Sees you unlocked up abroad, <laughs> motherfucking G. Got us locked up. Stand-up comedian Gary Garcia and handsome producer Brian Licata get locked up in Nicaragua. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be like 17 pounds producer. of cocaine. 
up and coming producer and Puerto Rican drug dealer. And I'd be like, I wasn't even dealing the fucking thing. He's like, I was just introducing him. It was him. Yeah. yeah I just, you know, shit, that wasn't even my bag. I don't even know. It looked the same, man. Mm-hmm. What's the chances there was another <laughs> Mickey Mouse bag? Who knew? Anyway, man. All right. Well, gonna, this has been an interesting podcast. Uh, Might have been one of our best because, uh, you know, of the, of the we had a little bit of everything there. We had some laughs. Yeah. You know, we had some right. fucking, some, some regurgitation. Come on, man. Everything be rocking. That was crazy, right? And that was like for a while. I was throwing up a lot. I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> I went to the, the whole bathroom. time I was sitting there going, what the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> I went to the bathroom and then when I came back, I, I like put my headphones on. I'm like, like what is no, that? Thought it was your cat. My cat wishes she can get that much out. She'd have no hairballs in her stomach. I still gotta clean up her fucking puke. Oh shit. All right, bro. Hey, look at that. I'm, I'm talking about the cat. I'm puking too. My cat's probably like my fucking owner, throws up every other fucking day. But you know what's so funny is that goes back to remember when I said I'm at the point now when when I throw up, I really don't know what made me throw up. Well, you know, I really don't know what brought that on. I think it was the, the the iced tea. Maybe it's too early for me to just jump into iced tea. I should have had some orange juice. Yeah. Did you, you didn't eat anything. Definitely didn't eat no, anything, I haven't even right? eaten anything. I'm going to yeah. eat something now. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm saying. I woke up, I drank two glasses of iced tea and smoked a half a blunt. And talked a lot of shit with my boy Lakata and all my followers for the rated G. I want to thank you guys for staying with us this long, man. Um... I feel like I have fun today. So great, this is the beginning. This is the beginning of my time. day. It can only go up or down from here, right? <laughs> um, I got a three-hour drive today too. Eesh. You know, that's right, the well, thing too. I'm gonna be doing mad driving, dog. Tomorrow I'm driving to New York, driving back, then driving back to New York on Monday, driving back, then driving to fucking Long Island again and driving back. Mm-hmm. I'm putting mad miles on that car, baby. Good for you. That's what we're supposed to do. Yes, sir. Follow me, Gabby G. Garcia. If you haven't checked out my special, we just passed 1,300. Last I looked, which was right before the show, we were at 1,305. Um, So if you haven't checked out the special, check it out. Gabby G. Garcia, you did not see me here tonight. Free on YouTube. Uh, If you checked it out and you liked it, man, feel free to share it. Spread the love. And uh, you could see me in AC. Well, my boys, acjokes.com. My man, AC Jokes over at Kiss Kiss. Go to acjokes.com. You can see the schedule. Um, also, big up to George and his lady. It's her birthday. I want to big them up. Um, I'm going blank on your name, mama. I'm so sorry, but I'm just, you know, I threw up already anyway. But, you know, I remember y'all. And happy birthday to you. They were going to come see me in AC. There was some mix up on the schedule and they saw my face and then it disappeared. They said, they said your face disappeared off the website. So we went to your page to see what happened. And then they saw that I was in Philly and they came out to see me in Philly. And I said, I said to George, man, big up to you as a dude, because for your birthday, your lady wanted to come see me. And if, if that was me, I'd have been like, why the fuck you want to go see this dude for? <laughs> Who the fuck is this dude that you want to go see this dude? And she's like, he was like that. And I said, ah, shit. And you came anyway. Um, so big up to y'all, man. Big up to all my people in Philly who came out to show love. Uh, it's been another episode. 
of Rated G. Gary G. Garcia and Brian Licata. Peace. Love you, man. Love you too, brother. Peace, y'all.